Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Gillette, and here with me today is Omar Pozos. <laughs> Why do I sound so weird today? It's, I'm telling me. you, it's the, the the video nerves. We're That's still getting it over is. it, guys. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but today, we're ga- gather around, children. Gather around. I'm, I'm telling a story. It's storytelling time. I think I'm going to look at you this way. I like I like this way. Yeah, for those yeah. that can see us. Eventually, when we have our like fancy podcast studio, we're not just in our kitchen on at our kitchen counter yeah we'll have like a you know big comfy chairs we'll be able to look at each other and have like our cup of coffee <laughs> it's gonna be fancy real fancy but you know let me let me take you guys back to junior year of college so you know i went to the university of georgia so Boo. okay okay come on <laughs> I'm come kidding. on i'm a south carolina fan so those of you guys that have heard us long enough you, you you understand the rivalry when it comes to college football for us yeah you know those sec rivalries but so anyway so i i was coming back from winter break so coming back from tampa florida um you know I was hanging out with my family over christmas and so I was hopping on a flight back to Atlanta to go back to UGA. Of course, for some reason, I always insisted on cheaping out and buying the really cheap Spirit flights, which, you know, uh, you, you get what you pay for with Spirit. And I think this story is a good example of that. But hey, at least you get some good stories out of Spirit flights, right? Yeah. So on this flight, I I ended up sitting next to somebody. So I was on the um, the middle seat, the aisle seat. And my middle seat neighbor, she let's let's call her Karen for the sake of this story. Oh, so this she was doesn't sound good. very very nice, you know, middle aged woman. But she's one of those that's just really really chatty. Mm. And you know, I was planning on kind of just like listening to an audio book, just like zoning out, kind of resting my eyes throughout this flight. She had other plans for that flight, <laughs> and she, you know, very very kindly, just really wanted to have a conversation with me. She wasn't really getting like my initial kind of cues, you know, or like had my headphones in and then she would start talking to me. I'd take the headphones out and like, you know, kind of nod and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm nodding okay. with you as you kind of tell us. And then, you know, I put my headphones back in and kind of like go back to what I was doing and she would start talking to me again. So I'm like, okay, this isn't, this isn't working. So, you know, we talked for a while and, you know, we, we talked about her kids. We talked about um, how UGA is obviously way better than Auburn. Um, we talked about how I am an equestrian athlete, you know, at UGA, I was on the UGA equestrian team. And so I was telling her about that because, you know, it's pretty hard to miss when I was pretty much like decked out in UGA Nike gear. So we were talking about that for a little while. And then finally saved by the bell, the seatbelt light, uh, goes off and, you know, we're, we're, um, preparing for landing. So we finally land, we go to get up, you know, again, 
I'm in that aisle seat, so I'm able to like jump right up, reach for the overhead bins, go to get my stuff down. And that's when it kind of went a little bit south. So Karen, she, you know, looks over at me and this after she's been kind of having a conversation sitting next to me, like looking at my face, looking at me seated, I stand up and she's still seated. And she very clearly just gives me like the up and down, just like pan, just up and down. Man, Karen. And aggressive. She, she upon seeing my full body, she goes, so is having big legs like an equestrian thing? And oh my God, <laughs> I know she meant it not to be, you know, taken the wrong way. This is, you know, maybe it's just from, you know, her own beliefs and upbringing that maybe she's a little bit more comfortable with having those types of conversations with people. But me being a very self-conscious, um, you know, 20 year old girl who had just gained 20 pounds in that last year between sophomore and junior year having that comment from somebody, a complete stranger, it really rocked my world. Because, you know, in that moment, like, I knew that my legs were big. I knew that that was where I primarily gained weight the first was in my legs. Um, I had gained a lot of weight in that last year, and I was at the heaviest I'd ever been at. And to this day, I still was about at that moment, probably the heaviest I have ever been. I knew that, you know, when I walked, like my legs rubbed together and I would get the chub rub. I could see like the cellulite in the mirror. Like I, I knew that my legs were big. What I didn't know is that others knew that my legs were big. I thought I was hiding it. You know, I was wearing mm. like the loose baggy Nike shorts, especially back in those days, those really in so I would just like live in those that would cover up most of my, my thighs. I just, I, I thought I was hiding it until that day, that moment on the spirit flight. That's when everything just stopped. In my head, when that happened, I felt like I had just been officially like outed as like the equestrian girl with the big legs. And I almost just gave myself that label because I felt like that's what I already was kind of feeling. I was believing that because I was already feeling really self-conscious. And then to have that kind of reaffirmed by a stranger with, you know, an innocent question, really, it kind of rocked my world. And honestly, that really set me on a path where for the next couple of years, I really just felt like this is me. I'm just built this way. Like I can't change. I just have big legs and I'm just never going to like my body. Did you punch Karen in the face? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, she, she was a nice woman. She really yeah. was. That's why she will stay anonymous. But you know, it, from that point, you know, I honestly made a lot of bad decisions with my body because I felt like I'm just kind of stuck here. I'm never going to like my body. So why even try? Right. And it wasn't until I actually stopped doing like the hit cardio classes because I was, you know, really addicted to that at that time too. And obviously that wasn't really having any good effects on my body. And I got out of college and I really just learned to start lifting heavy and I learned how good it feels to put a heavy barbell on your back and just feel how strong your legs are. 
And it's not then about like how big my legs are. It's really was about how strong they were. And they did actually start to change in that process too. Like how my legs looked did change because as I built that strong muscle underneath, as I focused on just getting stronger, I added like the tone defined muscle underneath that even without dieting really through that process, the composition of my body changed immensely because I went from having just like thick thighs for, you know, mostly body fat thickness reasons to having thicker thighs because I had toned strong muscular thighs. And so then when I did start to actually focus more on fat loss as well, I actually really liked my legs because I was really proud of how strong they were. And I, I felt really good. And that's where I just really want to emphasize with people is that you can't spot reduce body fat. If you don't like the way your legs look right now, if you feel like they're too big, unfortunately, no matter what kind of just like BS advice gets served to you in the Instagram ads, you cannot spot reduce body fat, but you can spot build your legs, meaning you can add tone definition, which is going to give you the look that you actually probably really want. And that comes from lifting heavy, challenging yourself, and also adding in nourishing foods too. That's the beauty of it because I think, Vanessa, you said it, I mean, perfect, but it's, you know, when it comes to getting that toned, that defined physique that everybody's really looking after, it's not the cardio that's going to give it to you. It's not the HIIT training classes. It's lifting heavy, working on first building that lean muscle and then working on getting rid of the body fat so that you can show off the lean muscle. Honestly, the, the best way I like to picture it is think of it as like a sculptor. Like, you know how those like Greek sculptures, like you've got the big, um, like, I don't know, block of rock or whatever. They're just like chipping at it mm-hmm. and, and sculpting, you know, the butt, the legs, the hammies and all that stuff. Like that's exa- exactly what you're doing, but with a barbell. Mm-hmm. And then once you dial in the nutrition, once you dial in over, you know, the the, the what it is that you're eating, um, and working on the caloric deficit and all that stuff, then the, the the extra body fat will let go. But because you already have the lean muscle, then you just show off the lean muscle. Because I made the mistake of really focusing on weight loss first, and I lost 15, 20 pounds, and then I was like, now I just look like a blob, for a lack, lack of a better word, because I didn't have the lean muscle to really back me up. So yeah. instead, you know, work, focusing on, on, on building the lean muscle first, is it pays off tremendously. Absolutely. And it's just the other like lesson I really want to drive home with the story and why I really wanted to share it is because I think up until I learned how to properly train, how to like lift heavy, how to properly eat for my body, I just would use genetics as an excuse for Mm, why I didn't really look or feel the way I wanted to feel. And I just thought like, you know what, this is just how I am. Like I am going to embrace the identity of being a curvy girl. And I, you know, I would like say that like, oh yeah, it's like all the, good. Uh, arm swing there. <laughs> yeah. And I would say things, but I didn't really actually genuinely feel that way. I don't think anybody does. I mean, you know, sure you can say like, you know, this is just me. This is, you know, I eat, you know, a pizza and it sticks to me for weeks, but it's like, there's, you can actually do something about it, which is the best part. Absolutely. And that's where like our methodology and the way that we really talk to our clients and coach people is that you have to learn to love and accept your body as it is right now. You know, for some people, love might be a strong word, depending on where you're starting from. You have to at least accept your body for where it is now. But that doesn't mean that you have to just 
go into like a victim mindset where you're like, I can't change. You know, I'm stuck this way. I can't do anything. I'm just going to mope around. Like, no, using that love for your body becomes the fuel to then be able to change because you can't hate yourself towards having the body you want. It doesn't work. Trust me. I tried (laughs) the way to actually get to the body that you want is by strength training, challenging yourself, doing the mental work, a lot of the mindset work that we do with our clients and learning how to eat properly for your body. We talk about this a lot, so I'm not going to go too much more into that, but that's really all it is. Yeah. And I think for me, like my favorite analogy, when it comes to loving your body, it's, it's the story. And I think I've said it here before where it's, you know, a rose is a rose from the minute it's a thorn to the minute that it goes into full blossom. And that's the way your body is. Like you have to love it for every single part of it. Sure. There's the days where, you know, you feel a little bleh or you feel like, you know, you, you just have big legs or whatever, but you know, if, if you accept that and you're like, okay, this is where I'm at. I get it but let's focus on becoming better. Let's focus on becoming that 1% better every day. And for me, honestly, it comes to, to, to really do this, it comes to three parts, right? The number one being the proper nutrition, meaning that you know how to best fuel your body or you're working with somebody that can best teach you how to best fuel your body for your own specific needs. Meaning if you're working on building muscle, then hey, maybe we need to eat a little bit more. Or if you're working on losing body fat, maybe we need to put you in a caloric deficit and it might look different for every single person. Number two would be following a proper strength training program. And I say this because I'm actually wearing like a, a CrossFit uh, shirt today or a CrossFit brand, but I, I, I was doing CrossFit for five, six years, loved it, it was great, but it just wasn't getting me to where I wanted to go. And at the end of the day, I was like, there's something wrong with me or I'm not training enough or, you know, I need to work out two times a day, seven times a week. And at the end of the day, it's just not sustainable. But I was trying to do that as much as I could and it just wasn't getting me to where I wanted to go. What I did instead was I changed a generic class workout approach to something that's individualized to me and my own body goals. And within six months, I was looking like a different person. I was like, Oh, that's what I was missing, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, and we say this to a lot of people, but it's, you know, those classes are meant for the masses. They're meant for, to be fun. And sure, some of them are effective, but they're never going to give you what a personalized strength training program gives you because it's for you. And then lastly, it's, you know, staying consistent and accountable with it all. So once you have the nutrition figured out, once you have the training figured out, then it's, you know, navigating, you know, the travels, the special occasions, the um, you know, all this stuff that comes up in life and really sticking to your goals while working towards your, uh, your progress. So once you get those three figured out, and I know it's not as easy as it sounds, I, I totally get that. It's, it's a, uh, uh, it's a process. It really is. But having, you know, knowing first what it is that you're doing and having someone help you navigate through it all is what gives you a world of difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Boom. Mic and, drop. <laughs> and if you're like, you know, we're, we're talking a lot about like, okay, strength train, do the right type of training for your body. But the reality is if you're the type of person you're like, I don't have time to work out. I have too much going on. I do not have even a spare 30 minutes to get a workout in. I want you to go back to episode number 62. And that is titled, um, here's what to do if you don't have time to work out that episode is for you. Go back and listen to that one. But that's really it for us today. Um, If this episode was helpful for you, if you got something out of it, do us a favor, send it to a friend and share it with them because spreading that love, spreading the knowledge, that's really how 
you can pay it forward and you can pay us back at the same time by helping us reach more people. Um, really just grow grow the podcast, grow the YouTube since we now are the YouTube. The YouTube. <laughs> the YouTube channel. Yeah, growing, I guess the YouTube channel is, is, is what the kids say these days. But yeah. So it's, on YouTube, please, what's it? Like, subscribe, comment on it, if you will, if you'd like or have any questions about this stuff or want us to make a episode on a particular topic, you know, shoot it over to us. Vanessa is the expert. I'm just here to ask the questions that you guys want to ask. So, uh, but we'd be more than happy to bring it, uh, bring any info that uh, you guys want to know about. Yep. And that is it for this episode, but we will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. See you guys. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens, talk to you in the next episode.